Take two, Motivated Woman Podcast number three. Hi, Crystal. Hi, Julie. We're back for episode three. Um, and I started off thinking I'd have a nice um, little script here, but in the theme of what that script was and adaptability, I kind of tossed it to the wind. That's not a problem. Tonight we're just going to shoot the breeze about being in funks. I've hit my biggest funk yet, I think. I'm, number one, kind of stalled out in that plateau stage of weight loss. Um, And that's frustrating, but yet I understand it. So it makes it even more frustrating. (laughs) And I know that you said you've been there too. Have you gotten past that that plateau yet? I started to, I dropped a couple more pounds, but ever since the kids got out of the of school and our heat has gone up to, oh, 90 degrees, which for our little part in Canada here, it doesn't happen very often. So it's been very hot and the schedules are all messed up with the kids being out of school and we've had company and it's been Canada Day. So no, I'm right back to where I was. So um, I'm in that similar funk. Plus then I sprained my ankle, which caused the exercise to be put on hold for a little while. So I I totally understand sort of the state that you're in at this moment because I'm there too. How how did you do your ankle? Uh, I was playing tennis with my girlfriend. We played tennis every Friday night. We have lessons and uh, the instructor was tossing. He tosses 25 balls over and we have to hit them back and I'm very conscious of the balls that are in front of me. But there was one behind me, and I landed on it when I went to get one of the oncoming balls, and my ankle basically rolled right over the ball. Oh, those are the worst sprains, too. So something popped, and I was a little concerned. I thought I might be heading to the hospital, but uh, I managed to get up, and I swelled up pretty quick and bruised really fairly quickly. But for the most part, it's good. I remember somebody else doing that, too. Don't you, Dale? <laughs> Dale did that to me when our oldest was only about eight months old. Oh, no. And um, like you, he, it took him a little bit, but he got back to it. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad it's feeling better because that's, that's a hard one to come back from, especially because it's an ankle. Yeah, and, I, and you're fine, too, because you, you don't have time as a mom to sit around and do nothing. And, uh, that's you know, not I find- a mom job description I found <laughs> No, no. And for all intents and purposes, we should all be 135 pound models because we run around so much. But, uh, (laughs) you know, that's not always the case. But, you know, it's still swelling a little bit, but it's way better than it was. So good. I'm glad to hear that. Thank you. Um, Like you, you were saying with the kids, you know, that's my biggest, my next biggest thing. I mean, number one, hitting the plateau. And not that I've gained any of the weight back. Although that's like my number one worry there when, with hitting the plateau. It's just like, like today was, I just can't deal with it anymore. Today was total pig out day. Yeah. And just, I needed to just get it out of my system the one day. So, you know, it's been chips and chocolate and <laughs> one day, you. hopefully it'll get out of my system and that'll be it. But the kids being home, I don't know how your day goes with the kids, but my kids are going to summer school in the morning. And it's not summer school because they have to be there. It's summer school just to keep them occupied and busy doing something. So they're doing fun things. Yeah. Um, and they go in the morning um, from about 8 o'clock till 
11.30, quarter to 12. But that was my time in the morning that if, if I go and do what I was doing, I don't make it back in time to pick them up from school, which normally isn't a big deal. But with Josh taking trombone lessons, walking the six blocks with a trombone, now you have heat in the 90s. We have, our heat's been back and I was between 70 and 80s, but the humidity's up there. And that's just mm. too much yeah. for a little kid, in my opinion, to walk home with a trombone with that heat and humidity. Yeah, absolutely. So, oh, Dale's shaking his head. <laughs> um, so my, my thing is, do I, do I let the kids stay and walk home and let themselves get in? I've not done that before. And I'm afraid to take that jump. I mean, I've left them home when I drop them off at home. And yeah. make sure they're okay, but and for like an hour or two. But I've never have left the house to have them come home into an empty house and settle in, and I'm nervous. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just me being overprotective, or if that's just the normal mom concern. I I think it's the mom concern because I'm sure Dale's going just ha- let him do it, let him be a kid, let him. Be at home by himself. We all did it. because oh, he's Rod shaking I, his head yes here. <laughs> because Rod and I go round and round because Brody's 11 and Brianna's only 7. And he's like, just let them walk home by themselves. you know. And, and I don't know whether a lot of it's the mom thing because I think they're pretty responsible. And my 11-year-old, I've let him walk home a few times. But a lot of some, my neighbor goes, it's what the neighbor's going to think too. You know, you're letting your mm-hmm. kids wander the streets by themselves and... You know, we all walk to school at five for crying out loud, but you know, we're in a busy area, so that concerns me and, and it's our worry, I think, that, you know, are they big enough? Are they old enough to handle it? And same thing, I've left my son at home for an hour, but there's no way I am gonna let him and my daughter stay at home. Not that I don't think she's responsible, but I'm worried about what they're gonna do to each other. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Right. We've you know? we've been there already. <laughs> Because we've been, I'd say, what, for the last three or four months, we have left, I have dropped the kids off at home and gone to work, and Dale's usually home within an hour to two hours. In the first, I'd say, four to six weeks, I kept getting the phone calls on the cell phone. He did this or she did that. And I'm like, okay, you guys got to learn that are, those are inappropriate phone calls to mom, and you got to find some way to, you know, coexist calmly. And what we've, what I've done, at least now, at least for those couple hours, is they each need to pick a room and go to that room and do something by themselves. And then I've been calling about every half hour, 45 minutes, just a quick check. Is everybody okay? Nobody's killed themselves or killed the other child. <laughs> um, and, and they've been doing better with that. Oh, now Dale's saying he gets the phone calls. He didn't tell me that before. But at least they have both cell phones to call. Yes. And now, like I was saying, do I I leave them alone? I'm I'm probably going to try that this week. Or I should say next week. I'm not going to do it before the 4th. And see how it goes. Because I have to get back to doing some sort of extra exercise. Because I've hit that plateau and I think I need to change something up. Mm -hmm. Um, I was, when I thought about adaptability and trying to do stuff with the kids, that's even harder. In in theory, it works really well. But if you go to the lake and you're out there with kids, you don't have consistent exercise time to swim because you're constantly 
interrupting a lap time to make sure the kids are all um, safe and above water and not drowning. That's right. And You're hiking, not- I haven't gotten the kids to want to go on a hike yet. I mean, even though it would be in a pretty planned walk, none of them seem very interested in that yet. I get from my eight-and-a-half-year-old, I'm too tired to walk. And I'm like, you walk all day long around the neighborhood, but it's with you, Mom. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. okay, that makes no sense. Yeah. But and yeah, I'm trying I, to think of other things, and I haven't really found anything else that I think would work. And I'm wondering what you've done with the kids with summer vacation. Well, we've, like I said, we've just started, and I'm sort of terrified because this is my first summer ever that I have nothing planned for them. <laughs> There's no camps. We haven't got our set trip to the island in place. The only thing that's planned is our trip to Vegas, and that's it. So, you know, we, we went to the water slides on Friday, which was great. I mean, everybody was running all day long. I'm so glad I've been doing my 10 and 15K walks because that's what got me up and down those stairs 15, 20 times. <laughs> um, so that in itself was you know, it was good. It was better than nothing. But again, like you say, it's intermittent. You go mm-hmm. up a bit and then you're wandering around and you're making sure that everybody's accounted for. Or, you know, in my case, I probably should have been a little more um, aware because all of us were burnt to a crisp by the time we got home. And it wasn't for lack of sunscreen. I just think that no sun in this part of the world since last year destroyed us all. But, you know, so... <laughs> yeah. There's that. We have a pool in our backyard, but again, but it's not a huge pool. You can do lengths, so that's an option. But you have two children in the pool with you, and, you know, they swim for 10, 15 minutes, but then Brianna wants, uh, you know, me to judge her handstands or, you know, pick her up and throw her across the pool. Or, right. Again, like you say, it's, it's interrupted. So, I mean, but it's something. It's better than nothing. The walks is out of the question because their level of walking and mine, it's are movement. are two different things, yeah. It's movement, but in the big scheme of things, it's not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess, I guess the next thing I want to do is kind of get the bikes out and we have, try we that. Did- we got the bikes out. I actually had um, the boys, being boys, destroyed their bikes. I had to bring them in and get them refurbished, so to speak, you know, because they broke the brake cables and just need to be all tuned up. Um, and I think the boys would be okay with me going on the trail because we're in the middle of a ton of bike trails around here. I'm not sure Olivia would be up to it, only because she's a putsy biker. She bikes, she wants to stop for a while. Where the boys, I mean, at 10 and 12, they could go for a couple miles easy. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a tentative with, with Olivia. Although, the stopping point, if, even if I got them all together to go for a bike ride, would be if I do the trail, at least around our house, I'd have to put four bikes somehow in the car with us. Yeah. I can get two in the back, but I've been looking for some sort of um, bicycle rack type of thing. They're not cheap. No, they're not. And that's a big stumbling block unless you're just biking within the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, my yep. neighborhood in the immediate subdivision, pretty okay, but you leave the subdivision and we have some wicked nasty hills mm-hmm. that I would have trouble going up. I mean, I could do it, but the kids I don't think would be able to get up them. I mean, there's right. some pretty good inclines, 45 degrees or better, and they go up for probably a good half a mile or so. 
I can't see the kids doing those. No, not so, at all. You know, like we've been saying, in theory, it's a good thing trying to incorporate the kids and you together, but I'm finding in putting it into practice, it's not as easy as it sounds when you plan it out. Well, especially when you're dealing with more than one child as well, because everybody's at different levels. Mm-hmm. So you've got your young seven, eight-year-olds, and then your 11, 12-year-olds. Well, that's a big gap as far as ability goes, and, and, now, and then the gap from the older ones to yourself, right? So, right. you know, I think whatever kind of activity that you take on, you're going to run into that stumbling block as well. But having said that, going out and enjoying the sunshine and doing something is better than sitting in the house and playing the video games, too. Mm-hmm. It's beneficial to, to everybody. Yeah, they they have the mandatory, you have like a half an hour of TV when we come home for lunch, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And although I have to say they've been very good about the library, we've been doing a library program okay. um, for the, just to keep up with their reading, and Josh has already finished all, they started off with, I think, four challenge sheets is what they call them. He's done all of them already, and okay. each of those sheets um is you read 90 minutes and then they have five things to do and you have to do like three of the five and then when you're done with that and you're reading your parent has to sign it and you can hand it in for you know a sticker or whatever the heck it is he's gotten through all of that and now he's they kind of upped him to excuse me to what they call the bingo sheet for I'm not exactly sure what they're going to do for prize, but they have a whole grid of multiple different things. And as you finish them off, you cross them off. And then when you hit bingo or four corners, they get another small little prize. And he's working on that one. That one is kind of kind of cool because it's asking, excuse me, asking them to do more than just the normal chapter books that they do at school. There's read a nonfiction book, um, read a newspaper article. Um, the one he's looking forward to is going to the library, taking your grandparent with you. Yeah. And when, when I think of that, they're more excited, I think, when we go to Vegas than us truly leaving because they're, like, so clued into <laughs> we get to go to Grandma's house for the week. And then when we're done, we get to go to Uncle Chris's house for a couple of days. They're like, are you leaving yet? I'm like, oh, that's great. It's common. I mean, and when I think about it, it's probably less than... 45 days away mm-hmm. or somewhere around there and I don't know if I'm ready yet I mean I'm, yeah. I was thinking the other day um, what what do I pack I'd, I've never been to Vegas so it's like do do I bring stuff dressy or not and do I completely because we're going to be there for the week do I bring some workout clothes and take advantage of the place that they have there, and that's my goal. I would, I really want to be able to do that. I know I'm not going to be able to get outside in August in Vegas no. and do that, but just to get on the treadmill in the morning or something like that is a is a goal, and we'll see how I stick to it. Good for you. I think even that for the time building up to the expo, where it's quiet, not everybody's there yet, you have a good opportunity to be able to do that. I know with us only being there the three days, I don't think I'll be getting up and going to the gym. <laughs> I probably won't at the end of the week. I'll be too tired. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Michael, I, I'm trying to put a small goal because where I wanted to be at this point and where I am are far two different things. But I'm trying not to beat myself up about it. But I'm trying to put a small, 
I want to be at least the weight I was at this expo that I was at the last expo. And really, it's only five or six pounds. Now, that's a doable so, goal in 45 so that's minutes. A, it's a doable goal, and I figure if I can just take it five pounds at a time, maybe I'll be a little bit less. But I, I need to do that by the time we go. So That's what I was thinking of as I, as I sat and thought about other reasons why I'm plateauing. And part of it is because I'm, I am halfway to my goal, that it's harder to lose that second half of weight and you have to change things up. But I think it's also harder to lose the weight no matter where you are when you're closer to that goal because there's not that much of a difference between um, calorie intake anymore. I mean, you know, when I started it, gosh, I think at my heaviest I was like 210, and now I'm down to about 176. Impressive, and it came off easy because there's such a difference between what you're eating to maintain at that one end and what you're at now. But now from where I'm at now to what I want to get isn't that big of a difference in in maintenance calories. So it's harder. And like we talked about before, it's harder than to add changes to a routine, especially being a mom and having people pull us in different directions and having it be summer vacation. I have to wonder if it would be this hard if it was winter with the kids still in school if I would still think it was that hard. And I don't think it would be as hard because I would no. still be within a framework. And if I'm out walking in the winter, you're burning off more calories to keep warm. And I, I think it would just be a whole different situation. Yeah, and, and I think I, I agree with you, Julie, because my struggle point, I'm kind of at the weight you are at now with you know probably a couple pounds more. But it's those 20 pounds that I need to lose in that area that I have the hardest time I always fluctuate between where I am now and where I need to be, and it's like I lose it and it goes back up, probably because I'm not willing to make those full-on lifetime changes because I love my food so much. So I lose it, and I'm doing the exercise, and I'll exercise till the cows come home. I don't have any problem with that. It's just like you say, finding the time to do it. Um, But it's the food. That's my biggest downfall, and it's the same 10 to 30 pounds that go on, go off, go on, go off. And they're a hard 20 to 30 to lose. And it's hard, too, because we're in the summer, and you're catching things um, going fast. And, like, we had this, the kids and I had this discussion today. I, we took, I went out to lunch because we, we were on an um, errand mission today, and I'm like, let's stop for lunch. We'll go to McDonald's. I said, McDonald's is out. McDonald's is out forever. I will not go back to McDonald's. There's nothing that I feel comfortable eating at McDonald's anymore. And then they're like, well, what are our choices? And I'm like, well, we could try something different. And (laughs) that didn't meet with uh, too many good responses because when I brought up um, Chinese, now Josh loves Chinese and egg rolls, but the other two don't. And there are not a lot of fast food or medium, uh, I don't know what to call the medium things, kind of like an Applebee's between an Applebee's and like a Culver's where you can go in and get a decent-priced meal with a variety of choices. I mean, the one that I would love to stop at and do, and I don't know how widespread they are, are, is called Panera's. And they have, I mean, they're a bakery, but they serve sandwiches and soup and salads, and they have some awesome summer stuff, but the kids will, none of it is kid-friendly. 
mm-hmm. at all. I mean, the kids will eat salad once in a while, but they won't eat it as a whole entree type of thing. So we've we found ourselves going lately to Culver's and um, Cousin Subs, where I can at least um, order either a bowl of soup or a small salad or as it was at Cousins today, you can order a mini sub, which is like half the size of a normal one. And if I'm, if I haven't had a lot of carbs for the day, I, I will eat the whole thing. But if not, I ask them for it without without the bread, or I leave part of the bread. Right. Which is, it's easier. Um, I'm still getting. A, it's not really fast fast food, but you know you're. Most of the calories to me at a sub shop is the bread. It's not really the meat unless you're getting something like the Meatball Hero or something like that. Um, But there aren't a lot of kid-friendly places to eat when you're on the go. No. And I don't know what the rest of the world is like because we haven't really traveled that much with the kids. Um, What do you guys have for choices when it comes to food on the go? Oh, well, my kids like the Subways and the Quiznos of the world, so um, that tends to be the healthier choices for us, you know, as much as those two can be, mm-hmm. versus my son won't eat at McDonald's. He watched Super Size Me, and the only thing he'll ever eat at McDonald's now is he likes the, they have up here a small chicken wrap, um, and they have the Egg McMuffins he'll eat, but outside of that he will not touch mcdonald's with a 10-foot pole so that kind of saved us in that aspect um our daughter on the other hand would live there given the (laughs) opportunity Uh, i have two like that yeah yeah but outside of that like i mean we have an applebee's we've got places the kids will eat they will my daughter will eat um uh salads uh my son not so much so it's there's not a lot of choices, to be honest with you, mm. for what we need to go. Um, yeah, no, bar that. I mean, we've got fast food coming out of the yin-yang, but, you mm-hmm. know, the KFCs and the A&Ws of the world and so on and so forth. But, uh, no, the, there are, the other place thing we have here is not one so close to home, but we have a couple of pita places where they'll make pitas for you. So you've got pita bread versus the thick sub buns. And I think actually Subway does offer the flatbreads and stuff now as well. But uh, bar that, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. You're cracking up here. Oh, Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Crystal? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Hello. 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 You're coming through about every four words. Uh Uh-oh. Do you want me to stop it, or? What do you think, Dale? Well, why don't we just kind of wrap it up then, since it, it, it seems to come and go here. So, you know, we're, from talking tonight, we're both in the same, same boat, and we're, we're having the same things. And I think the biggest thing that's going to help us is, like we are, we're talking about it. We're not alone in what we're doing. No. <laughs> I mean, we're all having this, no. we will all be in this place at least once. And I think yeah. if if it's like you say, now I haven't made an attempt to lose the weight multiple times. It's my second big time losing the weight, but I remember it the same the same way the first time. We all hit those plateaus. You know, you can hit them once and and go on, or you can keep bouncing back and forth. And 
it goes back to what you said, you know, how much are we willing to stay with those changes? And it's difficult to stay with those changes when you have a, a, a home situation or work situation that's constantly changing and hard to adapt to. And it's just allowing yourself, like I've allowed myself, to have this big free junk day and then say, okay, I'm going to start from scratch the next day and go from there. And that's the main thing is just to keep, you know, keep trying. If you have a bad day, you start over again the next day. And you know what? Three good days and one bad day, well, you've got far more good days under your belt than you do a bad day. So, mm-hmm. yep. you know, and it's not, not giving up, right? It's just keep trying. Keep trying and talking to those people that are around you. And, you know, that's the one thing I'm very grateful for that we've been able to sit down and do this because it's just nicer to do it this way to have that extra support than the people that are always you like if I do this if I sat down and talked with people at work I'm so ingrained in what they do and how I know that they respond I don't even say anything anymore because they don't yeah they don't um challenge me I think is a is a good word they, they don't call me on it mm-hmm. and you'll call me on it you understand we're doing the same things and we have other interests yep. together, which I think makes it even nicer. Um, Absolutely. In wrapping things up, I let's see. Dale has the website up, and you can get to our website two ways. You can go to motivated motivatedwomen.net, or you can go to motivatedwomenpodcast.com. They'll get you to the same site. And today I updated the um, site with a new background. So check that out. If you don't like it, let me know, and we'll see what we if we want to change it to something else. I just went through one of the templates on WordPress. Um, we are finally Sounds on good. iTunes, to Dale's dismay, <laughs> because it took Uh-oh. us, it took Motivated Women Podcast less than a week to get into iTunes, and it took BadgerCast multiple weeks to get onto iTunes. And he, do, he doesn't understand why. Um, if you guys want to call us and um, chime in on what you, what's helped with you in um, keeping motivated and getting past life's challenges here, you can give us a call at 206-202-2008. And you can email me, Julie, at donttickleme at gmail.com. And Crystal, how do we get a hold of you? You can email me at spogeyeswife at gmail.com. Putting up with us tonight? Thank you. And I'm just going to put it out there because I think this will help me before our next podcast. And I know that's probably going to be a couple of weeks before we can do it again. But I'm going to put a personal goal out there for me that I am going to try and lose three pounds, three to five pounds by the next podcast. That's for me. So now I've publicly put it out there. That's what I'm going to do. Well, then I'm going to join you in that three to five because that'll get me over the hump and past that. Um, plateau so we both have a challenge to ourselves three to five pounds in the next couple weeks and we'll see how we do you got it girl okay okay it's publicly out there we're, we're in stone now huh? do it. we can do it because we're motivated women that's right that's right <laughs> okay so that's the end of the podcast good night everybody good night all Sunlight chase us all day